is Andy Wakefield, and this is the Andy Wakefield Podcast. This is a place where stories are told that have never been heard before. Welcome back to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. My name is Lori Gregory. Andy Wakefield, good to be with you here this morning. Good morning, Lori. How are you? Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm scratching my head a bit, sort of trying to figure out how to navigate through this uh, the equivalent, I guess, of a nuclear bomb that's gone off on social media and all these different platforms that are getting deplatformed and people are sort of migrating from one place to another, figuring out where to get their information. What do you make of all this? Well, I suppose, you know, first of all, it's the, the, the first strategy or the most important strategy in this kind of assault on the American people and, and sort of global freedom is to control the message. And so if you can stop people getting message, I, I, I'll just give you an example. I had a conversation with my mother the other day. My mother is very rarely cross with me, but she was furious. How can you support this man, Trump? And I said, you know, the, the point is that he came to the vaccine choice, the health freedom issue in an enlightened way, and sadly enlightened, I think, because of his own personal experience with vaccine injury. But he, well, it, this was the first time that we had the executive branch of the government in accord with our narrative, our, our story about vaccine injury. So, yes, I was hopeful, and that did not translate into anything positive in the first term, and, and that may have come to an end. But, but she was furious with me, and, and she was furious with me, but, I said, Mother, you be careful of what you read in the media because of at her age, she, you know, the, the BBC is an honest source of sure, and, and no, it's not anymore. It's not, and there is really no honest source of no unbiased source of information. Not least of which is because of the left-wing bias of the vast majority of the mainstream media worldwide has caused a reaction, and that reaction is for more right wing leading media platforms to emerge and so one doesn't get a middle ground one doesn't get a sensible necessarily a sensible objective view of what's going on in the world but there is an example so my mother is is typical of so many around the world who is seeing the trump issue and the election issue through the lens of a very very polarized media and that, that's a problem. I've experienced for the first time that kind of hostility that people describe, you know, when mm. they get around the table for Christmas or for New, for Thanksgiving dinner and the family are at each other's throats about the politics. It's, it's very difficult, very, very difficult to have a, a rational conversation. And when you censor anybody... Who did, when you're in a position to censor, that's the extraordinary thing, that you have these platforms that have been set up to be for, uh, for public discussion, and they're not that. They actually become a device for communicating a single, specific, polarized message. Then you've got a real problem. And that's where we are now. The wonderful thing is I, I, Candace Owens cap, you know, captured it beautifully when she said now is the time and we've said this before we know now is the time if you are an entrepreneur to create a new platform because these people are effectively censoring themselves they're putting themselves out of business twitter lost 
how much on its uh, stock price because of its censorship of President Trump. An enormous amount of money apparently was taken off. Well, their valuation was definitely dinged, but now Jack Dorsey has taken to Twitter this morning saying, I'm so sorry, I won't do it again, which is kind of like an abusive spouse, you know, (laughs) beating you and then saying, oh, I didn't mean it, you know, please come back. So does that mean he's restoring President Trump's Twitter account? Probably not. Has he done that? Okay. I, I so. don't I don't think he's restored President Trump's Twitter account, but he is saying he's sorry. He's sorry so the thing that concerns me is that we're seeing a secondary level of censorship now. That parlor are being taken down because they're on the AWS backbone, right? There's only about ten different backbones that you can use right. to actually right. explain that to people who who don't know the acronym. AWS. Yeah, so uh, I think it's Amazon Web Services, but uh, that's, that's that is owned by Amazon, and they are the 500-pound gorilla in the marketplace, of course, and they are one of about 10 that provide, as I understand it, kind of the highway, right, that your server is going to run on. And so Gab, by alternative, is a platform, which, by the way, they're picking up Parler. I understand they're going to let Parler run on their highway, but Gab has more independence. And so they are not dependent on AWS and therefore they are able to stand. But we're seeing all kinds of guerrilla tactics that are very disturbing. I know that, for example, Vimeo and BitChute have become a bit of a vast wasteland in terms of there are unsavory content sources that are dumped on those platforms, and yet they are allowed to continue. But other newer sites are being targeted with very, very dark, unsavory content that I don't even want to say in an effort to sabotage or take down those platforms that are allowing free speech. So terms of use attorneys should be very busy right now. Can I just stop you there? That's, I yeah. didn't know. So platforms that allow free speech that don't censor are being targeted with let's just say bad material in order to get them censored taken down is that right yes so platforms that are emerging that tend to be conservative right-leaning more patriot-based narratives are being targeted with horrific the worst content that you could imagine Right, so there's um, are, a challenge to the, to the First Amendment. Um, correct. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a bit of a wild west, right? In terms of mm-hmm. easy to say, sure, who's going to emerge? But there are so many tactics being used to prevent free speech for conservative voices that that is really a tunnel. I'm not sure how they're going to break out of that. When you picked up on this early on, is that we almost committed our film to going out on Amazon Web Services. And we didn't do that, because, partly in, in large part because of the vulnerability that that would bring to our film, because Vaxxed and, and Vax2 and uh, everything else had been censored from Amazon. I went, In fact, I went on Amazon yesterday, and the PAL version of the DVD is still on there of Vaxxed. And that was odd. I had the, so it wouldn't play in the US, but it would play in Europe and beyond. It seems very selective to me, but that was so we would have been extremely vulnerable. Well done picking up on that. Way well, I, I certainly can't take credit for it. We have an incredible team, as you know, 
that have helped us. Not to say we haven't been targeted. I mean, we've had a couple of DDoS attacks, Andy, which is nerd speak for, you know, trying to disrupt the flow of the stream of our content. And we're continuously having to monitor. It's really a challenge. My concern is that we still have so much truth that is buried. And if I were not a woman of faith, I would be very, very disconcerted and concerned. I mean, I'm concerned, but I'm concerned because I hate to see my country pitted against one another. And I believe that there are outside forces that have divisively tried to separate us on many levels. You know, they continue to try to divide us because we are weaker when we are divided. Like you, I believe that America has a population of people that have a lot of ingenuity. And that is the great American entrepreneurial spirit that we will figure out a way when, when one thing gets closed down, another one pops up. But we do have a lot of folks in the health freedom movement right now that are just kind of, and in general, you know, people are trying to figure out where do I get my information? Where is it trusted? The biggest disappointment for me in this shift, as we've seen people being less trusting of CNN, the BBC, Fox News, this corporate media, right, that is owned by four corporations, in terms of our narrative of health freedom and wanting true informed consent and running, wanting truth in science and wanting to know what's really happening with regard to health policy, is we've seen these new platforms emerge like Newsmax and OANN, but they're still spouting the same science. So there seems to have been a shift in being more transparent with some of the political narratives on these new platforms. But the health freedom narrative, the COVID narrative, the vaccine narrative is still the same on those new platforms. What do you make of that? Yes, I, I went to a conference in Ohio at the weekend. You, you were there. James Lyons Weiler, Dr. Jack, spoke several times. Bobby spoke. Uh, you might have spoke. But the, the science is compelling in favor of we've adopted the wrong approach to COVID. The vaccines are not the answer. Indeed, they're... Um, they put us in a very precarious position. There are alternative, and I don't mean alternative as in alternative medicine, but there are alternative therapies that are licensed and have been on the market for a very long time, which are highly effective. But we are being driven by a vaccine and vaccine-only agenda by individuals like Gates and Fauci. And I think that one thing that was illustrated is just what a problem Tony Fauci is and what a problem he has been for a very long time and mm -hmm. I think that he needs to be removed and his role in all of this exposed. You've been listening to the Andy Wakefield podcast. To continue the conversation go to 1986theact.com slash membership where for five dollars a month you can subscribe and access the Andy Wakefield podcast in its entirety and much more. Thank you.